1: Learn more at Marines.com With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups 10,000 10,000
0: 10, layups Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Lamps Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian, you what is give me $250,000. Shit. I don't have that
1: kind <laughs> of money. caught up with me. Julian, <laughs> Julian, uh, Julian. You yeah not my house.
0: Julian, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll take it, actually. Um, isn't kidding, it funny? You can't have
1: my house. Oh, well. The bank owns it, so.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to say that's the funny. We we own the house, kind of, until we don't make a payment or two. Um, well, I was going to start off with a Wolves weekend update. We're recording this on a Monday night. The Wolves are playing the Suns right now. But instead, there was news that came out today. Uh, we don't really have to talk about this news all that much, but it's just, like, kind of funny because it's, it's so timberwolves Um The Timberwolves organization has been fined $250,000 for violating league rules that prohibit teams from arranging or paying for off-season practice or group workout sessions for their players outside of team's home market. Uh, Multiple reports basically said that this came from early September when the team went to Miami to go to Alex Rodriguez's, I think they went to his house, um, basically. And then John Hollinger, I don't know if you saw this, Julian, uh, he basically just said, Minnesota, um, the fine, what they did was material different from what other teams have done. It's one thing if the vets get roster, the roster together and pay it pay for the trip themselves. It's completely different if you airdrop in all of basketball ops for a team-wide rave, and the rules are pretty clear on this. So basically... Um, a rave? I, well, I think they partied pretty hard, too. Oh, my um, God. So you can't and, do
1: that in Miami. Like, the problem is that it's in Miami.
0: No, the problem is that the Timberwolves basically organized everybody and then paid for all of their flights and everything and made it like a true organized thing, like where it's a little different than if you were like, hey, whoever can make it stop by Um, and then everybody stopped by. But instead, it's like, "Nope, we're going to organize this. Um, And I mean, like, it's hard. It's hard (laughs) to continue to blame Gerson Roses for things. Because I get it, it's Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie, and they probably wanted the team with them. But yeah. like if you're Gerson Roses or a head of basketball ops, don't you know this, right? Yeah, like, can't somebody just be like hey, he was fired like,
1: third week of September, so this still would have been on his watch. Like we have to frame it like this, so we don't get fine, and then a Arod's like, okay, you know, like, <laughs> I think this I is, think, is so ridiculous, man. Like I, I don't know, like, it seems like, but if they'd done this in Minnesota, it would have been fine, right?
0: I um, I technically would still be illegal, but, like, you're right, it would have been fine. You right. know what I mean? Like, no, like, technically it wouldn't have, but the fact that, like, it was in Miami and it was, like, very publicized that it was in Miami and, like, beat reporters yeah. knew that it was happening. Like, where it's one thing to be like, I mean, I've been part of the team where, like guys aren't supposed to be in for off season workouts and guys are in the office for off season workouts. And like, that's against the rules, but they, they are, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, so John Krasinski tweeted, I imagine the $250,000 fine given to the Timberwolves for off season workouts in Miami could be handed out to other teams as well, but maybe they're just more creative in how they handle them. Um, certainly the presence of ownership front office and all the coaches there really stuck (laughs) out to the league
1: which yeah. that's exactly it. It's like like this is one of those things where you can't it's like one of those rules where you can break the rule, you just have to like
0: give be smart like you just don't have to, like
1: not make the league look like an idiot, you know? Like you have to like give them an out. You have to give them like a reason to not fine you and then they won't.
0: It's it's, it's basically like c- claiming things on your taxes, I would imagine. Yeah. Like yeah, like you should uh, report all gambling winnings on your taxes. But like if you win $200,000, like don't try to sneak off. Like,
1: right. Yeah. You know, right. Like kind if you of, like, win a hundred dollars,
0: you're fine. Right. Yeah.
1: Or, or
0: maybe even if you've won 10,000 and you don't report it, but you tag the IRS on Twitter saying,
1: ha you'll never catch me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, they show up at your house. Well, no, they'll, I guess we'll have to probably fire a couple more content people to pay this fine.
0: It's true, um, yeah, I mean, I, they're running out of people and then they're underpaying, yeah, yeah, well, we, won't, we won't go there. Right.
1: Um, okay, well, yeah, this is a very Timberwolvesy uh situation that we have it is. here, but
0: it's a just when you funny. thought things couldn't get worse. And uh, let's not j- like joke around here, $250,000 is like a hefty fine, it's a lot of money, like, yeah. They're not like the, the league's making a statement here.
1: Um, you cannot pay for your team to go party in Miami, no, no, unless you're the Heat.
0: Kind of a double whammy, right? The team that Glenn Taylor definitely paid for all of the team to hang out with each other, (laughs) and now he's paying for it again. Uh, Okay, well,
1: he's got got, got the cash.
0: He does. It Turns out he does have the cash. Um, Which actually reminds me, I want to talk about this. Speaking of the cash, Julian, you and I have talked about how um, other teams get bonuses, right?
1: Uh, Glenn Taylor,
0: I don't think has ever given a single dollar out. Well, at least when I worked there, as like a bonus. Um, The only time we got a bonus was oh my when God. was when was when the Timberwolves made the playoffs, and Scott Layden gave each member of the team a hundred dollars,
1: which in cash, in cash, in an envelope which, on their desk,
0: yes, with their name on it, and it said like "Thanks for everything you've done, Scott Layden." And he also gave the office every year, and I mean this is a, this is a positive for Scott Layden. Yeah, I like Scott because he did not have to do this, and he got all of us uh, like fudge or chocolate every Christmas. For uh, so that's very nice of him, but um, and obviously Scott Layden's not hurting on money either, but like the billionaire owner, Glenn Taylor, um, never a dime, um, and I get Scott,
1: who's like never been the highest, even the highest ranking member of basketball, like always looks at. I really like Scott, I hope he's doing good,
0: plenty. Hey. Uh, I mean, for those, I don't even know if they exist anymore, but if you want to go listen to interviews of Scott Layton, they were on the, uh, the layup line podcast.
1: He was a, he was a regular guest. I think
0: we did two or three of them. And when, whenever we asked him an uncomfortable question, he would just go back to the same like four stories. Um, he would talk about what place the Timberwolves were in when Jimmy Butler got injured. Uh, he would talk about how great it is to do interviews in the Skyway.
1: Yeah. Um, He loved the Skyway studio. He loved it. He loved the Skyway (laughs) studio. (laughs) Everyone after we interviewed, he was like, we should go get a picture.
0: Yeah, he wanted to go to center court to and take we, a picture. So it's of like Kyle
1: and I and Scott Lane on center court. I love like, Scott. Yeah, dude. When we, were,
0: we, we were in Nebraska at a um, preseason game, and I didn't even know Scott that well. Um, and then uh, we all of a sudden he re- looks over at me, and he has like a big, big thing of popcorn. I think it was like the mix, the Chicago mix. And he looks at me and goes, you like popcorn, Kyle? So, I go, oh boy! I go, yeah, I like sure. He goes, take a handful for yourself then. So I just sat there with Scott Layden and ate popcorn. Um,
1: take a handful for yourself. Then.
0: And then uh, another time, my other Scott Layden story is um, we did season previews all the time. And um, pre-Scott Layden and Tibbs, we were able to be pretty, we could pretty much say whatever we wanted to about other teams. Um, well, we wrote that the oh, Nets yeah. would be the worst team in the league. Um, and this was pretty much after they like got rid of like Garnett and Pierce and basically that whole thing failed. And I think one of my lines was like, "They're going to be a really bad team and they have nothing to show for it." Um, Scott said to me, "He goes, you know, Kyle, I appreciate the honesty, but what happens when I have to call the Nets up to make a trade and they see that you wrote this about them?" <laughs> and I was like, I. I hope they don't read this article. Also, you know.
1: Thank you for reading Timberwolves.com. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think
0: that's talking them out of the idea, but I basically, I think I said, I understand. And I know
1: he was a big, like respect for the game guy. Yeah. So, which, you know, if, if you're going to be a kind of guy, a respect for the game guy is not the worst kind of guy to be.
0: I thought he was great. And he's I great. say all those he's stories great. with the, uh, with uh, the closing of, he's a great guy. He's a family guy. Loves his family. Um, Okay. Uh, Wolves weekend update. Uh, the Wolves beat the Lakers on Friday without LeBron. Uh, 107 to 83. Great game all around. Carl um, <laughs> Anthony Towns with 29 points, 11 for 17. Yeah. The very next night, a very miserable game. John Krasinski wrote a really nice piece in The Athletic, actually, um, on Saturday, kind of like, or maybe it was on Sunday, but basically being like, that's so Timberwolvesy! Like, you have a win against this, like, LeBron team, and it's like such a, you think it's such a huge win. Then you get your ass kicked the next day. Basically right. if like the Timberwolves, like scream, we won a game. And then, um, the very next night, you know, whatever. Um, and for towns and they talked about this on the broadcast, uh, for, for tonight's game against the Suns. um, his inconsistent season continues eight points, three for 11 from the field. He has not brought the energy every night, um, which is something that you need from somebody like him on the, on the, on the season career low in um uh rebounds 9.3 assist per games is yeah. lowest since 2018 his 22.2 points are as lowest since 2017 and his field goal percentage is a, a career low um and i think the Timberwolves are what four and eight now so 12th in the west by the yep. time you listen to this they might be four and nine depending on what happens tonight against the suns um upcoming uh, the Wolves have the uh Kings on Wednesday, the Spurs on Thursday, and the Grizzlies on Saturday. These are all home games, all winnable games. Um, you know, somewhat, I guess maybe yeah. not the Suns, but we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say besides like things we've talked about already, like uh, Carl Anthony Towns needs to be uh, better and more consistent mm-hmm. um but uh julian for the second half of this podcast uh, we'll thank our good friends at DraftKings here but um i have three trades that i want to talk to you about that i just put yeah, together i was spitballing today um i think only one of them i like probably is like has a realistic chance of happening um yeah. actually i don't think any of them do but maybe, maybe. I, I to me they make sense on paper but before that we, we want to try figure. to
1: put together one too right yeah
0: now. yeah please do please do uh, so we, Sasha and Gupta make him proud the trading machine I that will. he developed uh, we want to thank our good friends over at DraftKings the NHL season is underway and, and DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice new customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win a $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal I don't know why I said my inflection like that. I've this ad 400 times. Um, It doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deflection. However, they light the lamp you win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with a promo code TBPN at, at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL must be 21 years old in New Jersey Indiana or Pennsylvania only new customers only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com/sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER again Our friends at DraftKings, we love you. And we love our friends at Three Star Sports Cards. Go check them out there in Bloomington, Little Canada. Uh, We had our Three Star Sports Card Card corner last week. We opened um, Chronicles Draft Picks. We reviewed their product in our last podcast, and we'll do something fun this week as well in the card corner. So go check them out. All right, Julian, I have three trades. Yeah, hit me. So the first is a player who is... He's actually in Trade Talks right now, and it's funny. His name is Marvin Bagley Jr., Um, or Marvin Bagley the third, uh, there's been been reports that, uh, the Pistons are interested in him. Well, guess who the Kings play tonight, the Pistons, and guess who is actually in the rotation. It's Marvin Bagley. Funny how that, funny how that works out. Um, okay. So let's go through with, uh, Marvin Bagley. Who is he? You ask? Well, Julian, um, he was the 2018 second overall pick. Um, he's been a disappointment, um, more so because of injuries, not necessarily because how he has played. Uh-huh. He's averaged 14.7 rebounds per game in his career. Um, like not great numbers because guys like Luka Doncic and Trey Young were taken after him, and we know that. Um, but not like the he's out of your rotation guy, which the Kings have done. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he has a qualifying offer if he starts 41 games this year of $14.76 million, uh, or next year rather. Uh, otherwise, his qualifying offer is at $7.2 million. Um, Of course, you don't have to offer him that. Uh, you can just let him become an unrestricted free agent. If you do offer him that offer, he's a restricted free agent. You can match it, uh, blah, blah, blah. But basically, Bagley has appeared in one game this year. It seems like the Kings are not going to uh, extend him. A, a trade seems likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I like For me, if you're the Timberwolves, this is a guy... That, like, I, like you need help at power forward center. Um yeah. it just seemed like okay. Maybe you don't have him on your team next year, or you decide that he's not worth a qualifying offer. But he also was like the consensus, like maybe not the number two pick, but like a top five pick, mm-hmm. right? Like that's I think that's fair. Um, so my trade, Julian. Um, you do Marvin Bagley with the with the Flyer and you trade him for let's say Torian Prince and we'll throw in a like second round pick
1: like mm-hmm. I,
0: it, it probably takes a little bit more to get to get him out like maybe you throw in um i don't know Jordan McLaughlin you're like a third yeah. point guard maybe you throw in uh somebody else i guess i'm, I'm i i yeah, I, don't I like actually, it. i don't want to trade Jordan McLaughlin but you want you get my point here like it's not going to take much to get him like maybe it's so, like so for the
1: kings the upside here is just like you don't have to deal with bagley's well, free agency well, and, and
0: you don't have to deal with that you don't have to deal with the distraction you get prince who's also right. an, uh, who's like, an expiring uh, who's an expiring deal and let's say it's for a second round pick and the timberwolves don't look good uh-huh. that could be like the 35th pick
1: yeah right i mean if the if the kings have truly given up on bagley then they would which
0: it do. seems yes. like they have, they they suck and I mean, they're they not playing him. him
1: that, they told him that they weren't going to play him. Which I, I don't understand this really from the like I don't understand what the hell the Kings are doing. Like this is like you've invested a lot in this guy. Like you're not even going to try to like make him fit in to a team that sucks anyway. Like I I don't know. I don't get it. And, but I mean, and, yeah, if the Wolves could pick him up. That'd be a nice acquisition.
0: Yeah, and it's different from like Jarrett Culver. Where you watch Jarrett Culver and Jarrett Culver just sucks. Like yeah, I can't play and, and Culver, like never averaged 14 points and seven rebounds. You know what I mean? Like and like mm-hmm. vaguely shot shoot shoots 50% from the field. Like, um, I don't know. Like at very least, like you, you like, th- like for example, Julian tonight, Nas is out for the Timberwolves Monday night. Yeah. Okay. Let's say Carl Anthony towns gets into foul trouble. Like you're playing like Jared Vanderbilt. Is J- Jared Vanderbilt year five? Yeah, I guess so. Right. Like, I don't know, like why, why, even if he's even in my mind, if you're, if you give up a second round pick and for, and, and Prince, a guy who's out of the Timberwolves rotation anyways, um, like yeah, Prince 11 games, 12.7 minutes per game. I think like his last three, it's been under 10 minutes per game. Um, I don't know. That seems, yeah, that seems worth it. To me, it seems worth it on both sides. If you're the totally. Kings, you're, you're getting like a pick in the thirties for a guy you don't want on your team. For the wolves, yeah. you take a flyer on a guy that has a number two overall talent um, or potential, and you fill up a back backup role, and you get you get a free look. Yeah. without You don't you don't need to extend him, um, and you yeah, can get right. another free look for him for seven point two million next year, or you you know whatever. Um,
1: I like it. I like
0: it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Marvin Bagley, welcome to the Timberwolves. Uh, <laughs> glad, to, glad to have you. Um, all right, Julian, our next trade um we have this is ben simmons right who you've you've followed the situation Uh in philadelphia Uh um mental health is no joke right and now he said that um mentally he's just not ready to play yet Uh the 76ers go well we don't really buy that because we want you to talk to our medical people and you won't um it's hard to say that ben simmons is lying about it but it's also hard hard if you're uh, on the 76er side to take what he's saying. To take him seriously, right? Exactly. So both sides, whatever. I mean, what I will say is, mentally, Ben Simmons probably should not play for the 76ers. I think that would not be good for his Yeah, no. Health. I mean,
1: his mental health is definitely, I could see why it would not be great right now. Whether, like, what, outside of that, like, he's definitely done things that have not helped his situation. Yeah, I, I agree. But that doesn't but this, mean yeah. that his mental health is not that he's lying, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I I was going to say it's, it's self-induced. I think it's, uh, there's some
1: responsibility that he needs to take for sure. Okay. So, um,
0: here's my trade and this might be too much, but I also like, it's pretty apparent that Daryl Morey is not trading Ben Simmons for like some of those initial Timberwolves trades that we talked about. Like that's not happening. Okay. So it's Ben Simmons, um, for D'Angelo Russell. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I think if you're the 76 years, you go, why do I want D'Angelo Russell? And I don't know the answer to that, but uh just like just go with this. Uh D'Angelo Russell, uh Jaden McDaniels, and you give them the 2023 20, and 2025 first round picks, and then you do first round pips pick swaps in 2024 and 2026. So yeah. Um, let's, let's say those, those picks in 2023 and 2025, (laughs) let's say those picks are protected. They're lottery protected. Um, otherwise they, they just go to the next year. So certainly a lot, but if you're the Timberwolves, um, it gives you cat under contract until 2024 Simmons under contract until 2025. And you've also have Edwards till 2024. And then obviously you'll you'll extend his rookie deal. So you you have them for you know, nearly a decade. Um, so that'd be your core because I think, I mean, I think we're 10 games in, right. And like we're two years into the D'Angelo Russell experiment. And it seems like that's not going to work. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I get, I, I guess the one thing, the argument I would make for the 76ers would be, why do I want Russell? And like, if I'm trying to win now, why do I want Russell and McDaniels? But the, the, positive is you're getting a shit ton of picks
1: you also like don't have simmons now you know like you're you're better with guys who are playing for your team so if you're really trying to win now then you want you know like simmons is not helping you win at all so i don't know i see it so so i have a simmons trade too but i have a three-teamer and it's a blockbuster okay Um, so first off
0: i need to are you are we accepting or declining this trade
1: um if i'm the wolves God, dude.
0: I think I. I mean, I. I I've, I'll give you I what think I think. I would take
1: it. I would take it. But like, you really need to hear that Cat wants that. See, that's why. Like, it, if if you're doing this, that you're really buying into Cat because you can't make this trade and then have Cat not work out.
0: Yeah, I think I would decline it. To be honest, I think I think it's too many first round picks. It's a lot build. of picks. It's yeah. too many first round picks, and it's it's less has to do with Simmons, but more with Cat like right I'd ra- exactly yeah I'd, I'd rather i'd honestly rather put cat in a deal like that than whatever okay but, okay
1: so i have a deal with cat in it hit me all right here we go so <clears throat> the tim rolls get ben simmons steven adams jaron jackson jr and they bring back tyus jones wow <laughs> the grizzlies get so Kat- sorry simmons steven adams yep tyus jones and jared jackson jr Jr., i love this what are we giving up uh towns like target center yeah towns the grizzlies get towns target center
0: so grizzlies (laughs) get towns
1: the grizzlies get towns shake milton and this guy who uh something bassy to make the money work okay and the wolves also get the sixers get russell and beasley
0: sixers russell beasley
1: um and then they get a first from the grizzlies and two firsts from the wolves i don't know if the grizzlies do this but like the thinking is like if you can have jaw and cat
0: i mean and i would say probably like the grizzlies would probably give up another first round pick
1: yeah so you could so if you do this you could get like four firsts to philly with you only giving up two yeah. You kind of rebuild your young core by bringing in Jackson Jr. You get actually kind of a game manager to back up Simmons, you know, bring back Tyus, who's on a very reasonable contract.
0: You get a starting you,
1: center. You get a starting center and you get like Simmons and Edwards. So you just kind of go with this like really athletic, like, you know, imagine like Jerry Jackson Jr., Jane McDaniels, Edwards, Simmons, you know, you find a shooting guard. I don't know. I mean,
0: I will say it's a crazy trade because if you're the wolves, (laughs) I'm certainly looking and I go, okay, so we don't have Russell. We don't have towns. So you have Simmons Edwards. Yeah. Um, Jaron Jackson, Jr. Jaron Jackson, Jr. Um,
1: I guess then you don't have
0: your first though. That's McDaniels. I mean, I, I like, I don't, I don't mind this. This isn't,
1: I mean, so, so the first would have to not be in back to back years. You know, so you're looking at maybe you don't have it this year, but you have it next year. So, so I I don't know. You also save a lot of money. I mean, what I will say is if
0: you think that like Towns isn't the guy, this isn't the worst trade to make, because I will say getting out of Russell's contract is something too.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, Jackson junior has not been as good as we'd hoped, but he's like a solid power forward. You can probably play him next to Steven Adams. if you want to, you know, I don't hate that trade. All right. Well, here we go. I'm. All
0: right. So, <laughs> I know what to say. <laughs> I, well, no, because it's it's making me think. Um, right. Because yeah, you're. I I'm in. I'm in.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, in too. I if, mean, if, if, if you, you really, win, if you don't think you could win with Catlin, you got to blow it up. If like, you
0: give me ten more games and the Wolves aren't like eight and twelve, I'm in. Like yeah. I'm totally in for whatever. Um, the only problem though is. Like we talked about this last podcast. Does Gupta have no, like the country, right? Like this, this, yeah, it's it's well, like th- th- he's on, um, he's honestly in a very tough spot because he probably doesn't have the freedom to like do what he wants to do, but that also is probably snake biting him because he, uh, like isn't able to show off like his creativity right. and m- maybe like what. What he can do to the roster.
1: I mean, the the other argument here is like, okay, the wolves are definitely giving up the best player in this trade, right? And they're also sending out their picks, you know, so it's kind of like it's kind of like, well, if you could just make the grizzlies put in I, two picks and maybe the wolves put in one, but I agree the volume of players you're getting back too. It's like
0: I agree with you on the best player thing. Um, And I get it. It's like, I get the irony here when you're getting Ben Simmons back. So like, don't like, let's not make that part of this, I guess right now, this conversation. But I think both things can be true if like Towns is your best player, but also like, do you want Towns, right? Like, does that make sense? Like he's your Mm -hmm. best player, but if he's not engaged or if and he's inconsistent, like, is that like your, is that, do you want that to be your 1A or 1B? Or do you want that to be like your like Chris Bosch guy, like, Oh, if he shows up great, if not like whatever.
1: Right. But, I more just mean like from a value perspective, is this like, if you're going to trade cat is a deal like this, the one where you're really extracting the most value from cat, or are you trying to, or are you really at the end of the day trying to do a trade where you get a bunch of first
0: trying guys? to get yet. Yeah, and that's probably more likely.
1: I'm so I guess I what know. I'm, yeah, I
0: guess what I'm saying, like back to our conversation late last week was like towns to me is like the perfect third guy. Right, um, where you yeah. don't have to depend on it every night. Where if he goes for 27 on 16 shots, super duper. If yeah. he goes for eight on 11 shots, that sucks. But like, hopefully, you have two other guys that can help you win. Um, mm. right now, the team just isn't constructed like that. Okay, uh, last trade. Um, he just returned from injury. Um, and it, it feels like I need to give up more to get him. Yeah,
1: dude, I read this one and I love it, but I don't think, yeah,
0: like, okay, so it's pascal siakam who chris Finch used to have in toronto even he's assistant coach can you get siakam for malik beasley josh akogi torian prince and do you have to give up two first round picks so the I, reason i i don't reason, think you
1: can get it for one so the
0: well the reason i initially thought one is because after this year siakam still has 35 million and mm-hmm. 37 million that he's out um and while i do think he is very good. He averaged 22 points, seven rebounds, five assists per game last year. Um, there was also all the rumblings of like, well, it's pretty clear he's not like the 1A guy. Right. Where if you make this deal, and let's say you have to give up two first round picks. If you're giving up two lottery protected first round picks, um, and again, I don't think the Raptors would do this. I I don't know if I would, if I were them. Yeah. But, if they, but if they decide like, hey, we just want to go in a totally different direction and... Um, like we kind of want to rebuild for the future. Um, like Be- Beasley only has one more year left. Prince is on and expiring, and a Kogi's on expiring.
1: Yeah, we just
0: want to like get new blood in, get two first round picks in. And you're like, oh,
1: well, we want to play like friggin', we want to do Scotty Barnes and OG at the three and the four, and like just go really, you know, small yeah. and like, yeah. So. I- I don't know if I'm the wolves, I'm smashing except on this. Like yeah, if they they could really, cause Pascal, like the problem is that he's on freaking Toronto, you know, like if this were another team where they're like, okay, if you give us 37, 35, 37 million over, you know, each over the next two years back on our books, like we can really do something with this, go get some guys that we want, maybe turn that into two nice veteran pieces. Nobody's going to Toronto.
0: Yeah. So what are and, they doing with that money? Yeah, and the fact that like guys like Ananobi and Siakam are kind of like on the same si- like timeline. Yeah. Um. And like Van Vliet's a little older, but like, like unless you decide to like blow the whole thing up, but um, you know, I think like we all thought that the Raptors would be like a lottery team. Uh-huh. Um, they're seven and seven, so like they're, they're right in the thick of the playoffs. So I, maybe they go for it. But if they decide not to that's an intriguing all of a sudden you have like, and to me, Siakam's like the perfect four to play alongside cat. Um, yep.
1: like I mean, he's he'd like be the, awesome on the Wolves. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, maybe in that deal, you have to give up Jaden McDaniels and I would that, do that, and that makes the Raptors think, yeah,
1: I would totally do that. I mean, the, I mean, Siakam's like one of those guys that kind of is weird to become underrated. Cause I think he would be good on any team. Like any team could use a guy like Siakam. Um, I would, I mean, yeah, I would love to get him on the wolves, but yeah. So if you could do that, even if you did, if you could get away with doing one first and Jaden McDaniels, I would totally do that. I agree. And then you throw in like
0: Beasley and McDaniel. Or, uh, uh, yeah. The
1: problem or is, deep. yeah. The Raptors are almost just too good. Cause like, I know that's Fred Van has been awesome. Gary Trent Jr. Actually looks really good. Like Scotty Barnes looks like a real piece. Like, I don't know. I th-
0: he looks legit. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I had um
1: that was good stuff
0: yeah that that was fun um well julian that's all we have for for this week we'll get into card corner next week uh or, or later this week but yeah think of th- those are fun trades to think of especially and who knows maybe at the end of the year or like in three weeks we're talking about different trades of like what yeah like long-term assets the wolves are giving and are getting and not giving up so yeah um but we'll see we'll see how this well, week goes
1: tweet us if you have any trades you like and we can
0: yeah, we'll we'll try to get a guest on and we'll talk more about that fine. Maybe, maybe yeah. get some insight yeah, let's, there.
1: Let's let's dig into this fine. Yeah, dig into what exactly? That's, that's kind of where, where we're at. That's kind of where we're at the roll season. Let's really go deep on this fine. Like who can? Got. What were they doing? What did they have for dinner? Yeah, what exactly did the evening entertainment look like? Is it legal?
0: Um, right. Okay. um All right, Julian. Thank you so much, good sir. Everyone, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later this week.